T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And ignition and liftoff of Ares 1X. Welcome to Underground Uplist, everybody. It's that time again, and here we are covering the artists of the Moronic Records Volume 1 compilation album. It is tonight's one of those artists. We will also be, we, we've almost got all the artists, we're, an interview with almost all the artists from the album. We're just about, but we're starting to head into the Hellos Ohio compilation from Parkerton Records, and we'll be doing a series on that too. But tonight's our guest, and before I forget, the Krampus, Krampus song, it was released December 23rd. You can get it for $2 on Bandcamp on Questionable Records. That $2, every bit of revenue generated from that song till the end of July is used, going to be used to buy batteries and flashlights for the people, the tornado victims in Western Kentucky. I'm partial to that place because that's where I grew up. Anyway, my guest tonight... I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna let them tell you who they are and where they're from. Let's just bring them right on here. Hi. Hey. Oh, Bill, go. you he, showed up. He's here. Yeah, I'm here. So yeah, we're from. We're in a band called Who Me. Uh, we're from Dover, PA. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a. That's where that's where the garage is. <laughs> where we practice. Just happens to be in my house, but um, I uh, I'm Bill. I go by Billzilla. I'm the drummer. I'm Dave. I'm the singer, uh, one of the two singers. And if you don't mind, I'm going to crack a beer now. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> nice cold just, beer. Yep. <laughs> I've got a Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, because it's Dave. hot out. <laughs> I'm Dave. I sing about half the songs. I play rhythm guitar. That typically right, Kirk, cool. Kirk and I are the main songwriters, so yeah, you, we're are, we're the we're the kind of band where whoever wrote the song, whoever sings the song is the one that wrote it. So, you know, yeah, we'll hear different voices, yeah. Yeah, and all those Ramon songs we cover. Yeah, definitely whoever sings those wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the bald punks? Three of us. <laughs> Everyone, Everyone but the bass player. Yeah, that bastard still has some hair up there. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> That's cheaper than a wig. 
That's such a great line. I absolutely love that song. I really, really do. I, <laughs> probably my favorite song on it, but, but it's definitely in the top three of that album as far as my favorite songs. It's a, I don't know. I won't, I, I won't stroke everybody's ego too much. However, mm. we'll start with the easy questions. How did you all come together? Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, so... It started out, I actually put a thing on Craigslist for a punk drummer looking to jam. And then Kirk, the other guitarist, responded to me. We started jamming. We, you know, we, we became friends and started jamming. And then I think, did he have an ad on Craigslist or did you, Dave? Um, he had an ad. Okay, so then I had an ad that Kirk responded to. And then Kirk had a, an ad that Dave responded to. Mm -hmm. So, and that was back in 2015, right? I have no yeah. idea. It, yeah, I think it had to be... 15, maybe even 14. I'm pretty sure it was 15. Yeah, it's when I was living at Dover. Right. I moved, I moved in 16. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so then the three of us started jamming and, you know, started just doing some covers and then eventually kind of rolled in to start writing some original material. And then we actually didn't even have a bass player until we kind of had a bass player for our first public show, which was a place called David's Outlook in Hanover, PA. Um there we had somebody that kind of filled in for us just until then and then after that show my friend derek who actually i went to high school with and i actually started playing drums and playing a band with him you know in senior year of high school he had enough free time that he became our bass player then so that's been our you know our four-piece lineup now since 2016 i'm pretty sure yeah cool that's that's a pretty good record for for a band right these days <laughs> especially hanging on to everybody you know yeah well you if you could like if you saw somebody on stage or even on tv and you who who would it be that you saw that you said you know what i want to do that i want to i want to play music who would that influence be it can be more than one answer and you can have we can both answer to you had to be the ramones <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen them live? I saw them twice, yeah, but that was oh, way, wow. way after their best before date. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, for me, I, I, uh, I was always really into music. I don't know if there's ever a specific moment where I saw somebody on stage that I want to do that, but I just started, you know, like I said, originally I was in a band with Derek just because he needed a drummer and we actually had this pop music class the one day where everyone got to try the drums and I'm like, I did okay, I'll be your drummer. <laughs> so that's how I started playing drums. And then that was my last band right after high school. And then for 10 years, I was just, I would kind of go to gigs, just pretty much any live show I'd go to see. I'm like, man, I really like to do that. You know, I'd go to all kinds of punk shows like no effects and bouncing souls and stuff like that. So I, could, I wouldn't say there's a specific, you know, inspiration, but just in general, pretty much anytime I saw live music, I knew I wanted to, you know, do that. Yeah. Whereas I've been playing live since before I knew how to play guitar. We just got up on stage and just started jumping around and lip syncing and stuff. And then I, I finally got a guitar and learned how to play it a little bit and uh, haven't really gotten any better. So everybody where we're they, at. Never, they never get better. <laughs> everybody thinks that it's not true. You're, you've gotten better. I'm sure. Where do you have a, a particular creative process. I mean, you said earlier, you each write 
Um, it's know. mostly Kirk and I do most of the writing, and Derek writes a few, and uh, Bill's just our manager, so so he just steals like a quarter of all the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not stealing if I'm supposed to give it out, and I just never do, is it? Well, no, I actually I usually let them keep my money, but uh, anyway, it uh, usually I come up with a riff, and then I come up with ideas, and I just kind of see what lyric kind of fits with what riff you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying that's kind of i had the idea of bald punks that seemed like a funny lyric and then i had i kind of so came great. up with this riff and then i i tried a couple different ideas with the riff and then bald punks was the one that seemed to work so then i that that song probably took me the longest to write of any of them that was i think the first one i wrote most of my songs come together pretty quickly now how did how did you decide to put that one on Moronic Records Volume One? That's Honestly, popular. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. That that is our our hit. As you know, as much as we have a hit, you know, that's the one that mm -hmm. people do seem to like the most. To the, so I figure, you know, if I wanted to try to get people to get into us, that'd be the one to throw out there. Yeah, say that or King Dick. Yeah, <laughs> and all of these well, songs are available on Spotify. If you have that, or if you search, you could probably find them, I think, on every streaming platform. Well, <laughs> I love Bomb Bugs. <laughs> I yeah. love that song. I've 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 kind of handed them around to the to my little part-time cover band. <laughs> <laughs> we we should just throw that out there. See, <laughs> like I like we we like to cover non-popular stuff. Or mm -hmm. not, not non popular, but not non. Oh, what's the right word? Not, non. Tell radio. people it's an album track. <laughs> yeah, it's by Radiohead. It's an album track. <laughs> How many shows do you, would you say you've played as a as a unit? Actually, I'm. I can check because I'm the kind of nerd for for my job. I'm actually do. I do web development, so I've like created like websites for creating like tracking all our set lists and stuff. And do I have a number here? I guess I don't have a number right off the hand. Oh, there we go. Forty five shows, and that's since September 2016 was our first show. It was really just my my friend or my parents' uh, party that we played. But you know, even including stuff like that, yeah, it's been. 45 shows now so we average we average you know one or two a month generally speaking so that's you know and that's what we're looking for we're not looking to play all the time or anything you know just it's a hobby for all of us we're not uh -huh. expecting to make it big or anything so just at least that's my goal one one to two a month and i'm happy you might you might make it so right person here's ball <laughs> punk somebody <laughs> here'll be like here here, here here's a contract <laughs> the right person here is it <laughs> What would be your favorite show you played? We're getting into the harder questions now. <laughs> I mean, the funnest show by far wasn't an original thing. It was actually a Halloween show where we did a Ramon set. It was a local, the Skid Row Garage in York. And uh, that was a really fun show. It was really late. It was a cra uh, packed crowd. You know, mm -hmm. everyone was having all kinds of beverages by that point, And that was just... <laughs> That was a raucous show, and that was really fun. Yeah. Oh, man. That was the first time my girlfriend brought 
her friend Leon and he'd been to concerts plenty of times, but he'd never seen like moshing and stage diving and stuff. And she had him like right up against the stage. <laughs> well, what stage there was. So people are like bouncing into him and flying past him. It's like, holy shit. Wow. I'd have to say my favorite show was the time we were totally misbooked at the Outlook. We were playing with a bunch of heavy metal bands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the end of the show, everybody was digging it. They were it was and it was a totally different crowd. Everybody loved it. They were people were dancing for Christ's sakes. That was shocking. Yeah. Okay. Here's the counter question. What what would be your least favorite show? Uh, For me. I don't know that we played a bad one. Yeah, I wouldn't say we played a bad show. The one that kind of I was getting a little irked during it was like we were playing with a few other bands who are definitely more crowd pleasing, as I like to say. You know, I I don't consider our sound very crowd pleasing. We're just kind of doing what we do. You know, we're not trying to please anybody. But uh, and this this was a show we opened. It was the first of four bands, and like you know, the crowd was kind of into us for the first couple songs, and then like by like the sixth song, there was like two people clapping in the whole room. I'm like. Uh, that was that was irritating me a bit because even if I don't care for the music that much, if you know the song's over, I'm gonna clap. So that was you know what I would. But the funny thing is that's also one of our better paying gigs because so many people showed up. So even though we weren't all that great received, you know we got a bigger you know bank out of it than usually. So. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite song to play live? Um. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd have to think about that. One of the ones where <laughs> I don't have to sing. <laughs> I mean, Bald Punks is definitely a good one to play because it's it's a fun song, and that was actually. I mean, we've been playing that pretty much every show, and that's you know, always one the crowd seems to like. So that's always a fun one. Would you say you preferred the studio or the stage? I, I definitely like say the stage. I like them both equally, I think. But we've only yeah. really been in the studio once. But I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, it's certainly a, a cool experience being in the studio. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather, I wouldn't want to be in the studio as much as I'm playing on stage, though, you know. Being in the studio every, you know, once in a year or two is good enough. But being on the stage, I want to do that. And like I said, you know, pretty much as often as I can with, within reason. I like messing with the audio afterwards because we just went to the studio and recorded. Then I took all the tracks home and mixed it on my home computer and did all the mastering and everything. So, yeah, that that's what I enjoy doing. Well, I might that's... send you some of my tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, I was done. Okay. If you could open for anybody, who would that be? I mean, in the if, if I, you know, well, alive or dead, if we're talking like that, then the Ramones would definitely be the number one. Obviously, that can't happen. But even okay. it'd be cool to even open for you know Richie or CJ or Marky. They're still doing their thing, so that would that would still be cool. I would say like Moto or Weird Paul. Yeah, those are a lot more realistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could probably have... Yeah, if we paid his turnpike fee, Weird Paul would probably come out here, you know? <laughs> Who are some of your favorite local bands to play with? What I'm doing now is I'm poaching. 
I'm poaching other bands. <laughs> um, who have we booked when we've put on shows? Like uh, Chumps, um, How's It, uh, Rufus. I don't know, Bill. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Chumps, How's It, and then Rufus and the Analog Nightmares. You mentioned uh, Rutabaga Suicide, uh, the Downstrokes, Depth Charge. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I could come up, you know, another 10 Old Tigers, uh, El Radness. There's there's a really great scene around here, honestly. There's so many great yeah. bands. There's more bands than there are audience members. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, are I, don't th- I don't think I don't think we've had a bad experience playing with other bands. I think everyone's been real nice to us. Are the downstrokes from there? They're from Maryland, uh, so not too far from here. Yeah, I, I just, I guess, I just kind of assumed they were from the Knoxville area with the Coffin Curse records and all that. Right. Yeah, I was. I remember being surprised that they got on that label too because of that. But yeah, they're they're from Frostburg, Maryland, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're actually my shirt here, Savage Mountain Punk Festival. That's actually put on. Jerry from the Downstrokes is the guy that runs that. Him and I believe it's him and his uh, his partner uh, Mercedes. So, and that's that's a great festival that we got to play for the first time this year and down in Maryland. And that that's really fun. And you know, got to see and play with all kinds of new bands. Mm-hmm. You do you do quite a few festivals. Uh we've that's probably the biggest thing we've done. We've done a couple, like another one is. Uh, in maryland called chump stock where the band chumps just kind of it's it's in one of their guys backyards but you know it's like a 10 band lineup kind of right. thing so mm-hmm. that's that's the closest thing to proper festivals you know yeah we did that one at the outlook yeah yeah biff fest that was just another kind of just a little local thing but it was like 10 bands so kind of mm-hmm. seems like a festival when you have that many bands i, I yeah. love those fests oh yeah yeah, and I'm looking forward to hopefully checking out Camp Punksylvania next year, or I guess this oh, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who else was there? There was just on the somebody's just on the show. There's played Camp Plan B's. I think it's the Plan B's played Punksylvania. They were okay. just on the show. Let's see. If you could work with any producer, who would that be? Probably Rick Sims from the Digits. Because you can get the kind of sound that you would get from uh, Steve Albini, but he's not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that about Albini. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> oh. if you ever bought an album, cassette, CD, whatever, with your own money, listened to it, and immediately threw it away. Doubt. I don't. I can't say I have, but I'm also somewhat of an archi- archivist. You know, even stuff that I'll admit I even have a Nickelback CD that I bought back when they were first on the radio. And it's like, once it's in my collection, it just kind of stays there, even if I never listen to it. You know, I've never actually. Very rare for me to actually get rid of something. Just, just I like that whole library factor of having so much stuff. I can, I don't know that I've ever thrown anything away, but I have traded stuff off. You know. <laughs> I've never, I've never thrown it out. Well, lost my place. (laughs) How many albums do you have out? 
Uh, we just have the one. Yeah, yeah, the one e proper proper EP. Yeah, an EP and three singles. Technically, we had a demo EP that we put on Bandcamp before that. Yeah. But yeah, we're really itching to get back in the studio and put some more stuff out. Mm -hmm. Well, when, when can we expect another record? I Hopefully. Like I Got think it. there's enough tracks. I might be able to squeeze one more out of the last session we did where everything else was recorded. I don't know. Hopefully we can get in there this summer. Yeah, it's all saying hopefully hopefully sometime this year that'd be that'd be great. Mm -hmm. So what's next then? Got shows oh, coming up or anything? Yeah, we're kind of taking January off, sort of, and then we got shows coming up cold. in February. <laughs> yeah, no one comes to shows in January anyway. Even February is dicey. Yeah, you know, uh, we get some pretty severe snow <clears throat> this way. Yeah, winter there is probably a lot different than winter here in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty similar, but we get the nor'easters. So yeah. every once every year or two, you get three or four feet. Well, we just get inches, but sometimes it's several. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, what would you guys like to add in before we wrap this up? Uh, I just, I, I legitimately love playing in this band. I love these guys and, you know, I love making music with them and I love getting to go out and play shows. And I've met so many people in the music scene, both other great bands and other awesome people. So I know for me, the music scene's, uh, you know, been a really big part of my life and i actually just started getting into it really in the last few years so I, I love the whole community factor of the music scene and all that yeah um i'm working on a bunch of new songs i've got music for several we've gone through one or two of them a couple times hopefully we can get those in the set before too long i'm really looking forward to that so hopefully yeah. people will talk about more than just two of our songs <laughs> Well, when you are ready, let me know, and we'll. And we'll, when you get ready to release it, let me know, and we'll promote it on the show here. All right. Okay. Cool. Th Thanks. Thank, thank you guys for being such a fantastic interview. Sorry about the technical difficulties at the beginning. <laughs> I kept having trouble with the camera. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'll. I'm your host, Riley. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're wa or whatever you're watching on, please hit that thumbs up, share with your friends. Make sure this keeps going somewhere. I want to thank who me. Do you have? Do you put a question mark on there? Yeah. Yeah. Com okay, comma and question mark. Okay, good. Because then I, then I put it right. <laughs> thank Thank you guys so much for coming for giving me your time, man. And I hope you had a good time. And I'm your host, Rob Lyons, signing off. Thanks.